When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something something Bronco. This one's for Pat! Let's go! Can you smell this? There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Tim Tebow back in the system. Featuring Mike DeSico and Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. What was that? That would be the wheels coming off. Yes. Train, train has officially derailed. In case you haven't figured it out already, it's Tim Lynch and Christopher Hart of Mile High. Joining us today, Mike, uh, for those that were listening earlier this week, Mike said he was going to go for a hike and not watch the game. And I made fun of him. I said, that is silly. Why would you do that? You got to watch. And then I watched. And they they allowed 70 points. They could have allowed more, but for the mercy of Mike McDaniel, the NFL record set in 1966. What do you say, Tim? Well, they did break the 
record for most yards in a game set in 1951. So there's that. So they did set a record, just not the points record. So yeah, it was just a it was a freak show, nightmare. I mean, how many words can you describe what what we as Broncos fans just had to endure for the last three hours? Uh, it was brutal, disgusting, horrific, shit show. Embarrassing. Yeah, all of the above. Um, you know, Raiders fans over at Mile High Report are really enjoying uh, our comments section. Uh, so if you, you you do read our work over there, uh, feel free to you know fight back if if you have any fight in you. With what? Um, Whatever you can. Pick up a baseball bat. <laughs> Get a tire iron. I don't care. Just go go smack them over the head. Or I'll just ban them all. I don't care. But, you know, we're getting trolled. It sucks. It's the worst loss in Denver Broncos history. They'd never given up more than 60 points in a game ever. And we're talking the 60s even, back when it, things were really bad. And uh, they gave up 70. So, you 70 know, 60 points. wasn't enough. They gave up that's, 70. That's 10 touchdowns if you do the math. Oh, I'm aware. I have the Dolphins kicker on my fantasy team. And I was just like, can you just please kick? A-? At this point at the end of the game, I was just like, kick a field goal. For the record, please. The record. Just give I me some extra points. I would go get the record. Like, I can't believe. Hart. I can't Hart, believe they do you, that. We're just monopolizing all the time here. Hart, you need to air your uh, baggage. Let your heart free. Tell us how you feel. Well, it's just one of those things that obviously – you know, the whole staff this week was pretty down on their prospects against the Dolphins. Dolphins have the fastest team in the league. Mike McDaniel's a great head coach. Vic Fangio is a great defensive coordinator. The Broncos were bad in their first two games against the Raiders and the Commanders. They lost a winnable game. So really nobody out there was expecting the Broncos to win this game. And I think most people on staff had predicted they would lose by at least two scores, maybe even lose by 21. I think my prediction was 42 to 21. They lost 70 to 20. And one of my good friends, you know, he said in a text message to me with these expectations, like no one could have expected things to be this bad or like expect the worst. But the Broncos did even they came up with a nightmare that even exceeded our expectations. We couldn't have dreamt up such a bad loss today to the Dolphins. But unfortunately, that's what I mean, that's what happened. Um, it's, it's just one of those things that after six years of losing and not being a good team. Sometimes you kind of get numb to the disappointment and all that. And, you know, I joked in the chat with you guys earlier today before the game had started that, you know, there would be a play at the beginning of the game. I think I said three plays in uh, Delarn Turner yell would be beat, would be beat deep for a touchdown. Uh, Not the way that I had said it. I said he would fall down, but he absolutely bit on coverage and came down on the route. And then Tyreek Hill went by him. And as soon as that happened, I knew that we were in for a long day. I didn't think that we were going to be in a 70 to 20 long day, terrible performance, the worst performance I've ever seen in my lifetime as a fan. Uh, but that's just where we're all, that, that's where we're at right now. Um, there's no silver linings from today's game. If Vance Joseph somehow is still coach of this defense by tomorrow, I'd be surprised. You usually don't see uh, early season firings, even mid-season firings. It's usually, okay, we're going to give this guy to the end of the year, ride it out, whatever. You can't ride this out. That team looked defeated, dejected. Uh, it, man, they it, it was, they it was awful. They at the end. They oh, yeah, dude, they definitely gave up. I mean, I mean, at that point in time, you know, and, and it's bad because you feel bad for those players. You feel bad for a guy like Patrick Sertan who had a rough game today, but is, you know, the top of the top, the best of the best at his position in the league. He even had his dad tweet today that he deserved better. What's going to happen tomorrow? Is he going to walk into Dove Valley and be like, trade me. I'm done with this. 
Like, I don't think that's going to happen or whatnot, but literally this is the doldrums. This is the deluge. Like this is the abyss. This is a bottomless pit. And this franchise is the absolute laughing stock of the NFL. Uh, maybe next to the Minnesota Vikings, but I mean, it's bad. That There's no way to sugarcoat this. This is probably the worst any of us have felt as Broncos fans, even after last year when you thought it couldn't get any worse, but somehow it did. Like, when does this end? When does this end? I just don't know, but you know, maybe you guys have the answers for that. Who knows? Well, right after Sertain's dad tweeted that, Sertain got beat by Robbie chosen for a 68 yard touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, he jinxed his him. boy. Pretty yeah, good he there. deserves better. No, he's, he's, no, he is part no. and parcel part yep. of this defense. I mean, but he played well up until that play. It's just, man. I, I mean, what else can we say? I think all of Broncos country understands this is the worst game we've ever watched in most, in our lifetimes. Even if you were here the day the Broncos played their first game, you have witnessed the worst game in franchise history. Congratulations. You know, it doesn't matter if you were alive in 1959, 1960, it doesn't matter. You have witnessed the worst game in team history. And you almost, so. you, you were it, again, were it not for the kindness of Mike McDaniel, you would have witnessed uh, the worst game. in NFL. Hey, Dolphins are the, the team I'm going to be rooting for now. You know, yeah, they, they whipped us, but they, they held back when they didn't have to, you know. And so I respect that. So I'll be rooting for them to win the Super Bowl this year. They're they're my team. You know, I'm gonna hope for they hope push them for them to to win it all. Um, obviously the Broncos won't be anywhere near the playoffs, so I don't have to worry about you know having to go back on that. Um, so yeah, you know, it, the, the whole day sucked. You know, it's it's hard to cover this team. I think people a lot of people don't realize you know we cover this team 24/7, 365. You know, it's as a as a blogger, it gets. You know, I get it if you're a, quote, journalist, you don't really have any connection to the team. You don't care if they win or lose. You're just there to cover the team. But when you're a fan blogger, <laughs> you care. You care about this fucking team. And it's just hard. It's hard to cover them when they're bad like this. And, you know, I really want them to be good. And it's just not not happening. I, I understand Sean Payton's in a tough situation. He's got to somehow turn this franchise around. Clearly, the roster needs to com- be completely blown up. Uh, at this point, trade everybody. Get as many people as you can, as much draft capital as you can. Um, just it's time to blow it up. Blow it up. I, I don't care no how much money you spend. To this team, like at, at least, I mean, Mims. Like the one thing that we can point out and be like, well, that didn't totally suck. Is Marvin Mims? Like that. That was really cool. His return for a touchdown. That was great. And uh, and you know he's he's a bright spot, but. Uh, and he's the I only guy that's it. safe. He's the only guy that's safe because he was drafted by Sean Payton. I mean, at this point, Pat Sertain is even on the block. Oh, if you yeah, get two, yeah. two first-round picks for him, do it. Why you would know? he want to stay? Why would he want to stay? Yeah. I mean, at this point, you got to – you need – Sean Payton needs draft capital, and he needs to draft his own guys. I think he, he's starting to realize that. Because George Payton has – most of his draft picks have been on defense. Most of the big contracts have gone to the defense. And the and defense Gregory. just gave up. 70 points so george Andy payton gregory is, gone. is dog mess like yeah everybody's gone no good like i and then mike purcell is injured like it's like of course he is because he's always hurt always 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 uh, i mean he's a he's a rotational guy you know it's like but, whatever I mean, yeah, but yeah randy I mean, gregory you paid 75 million to he should be sacking the quarterback right but he's not sacking the quarterback he's got so. one sack yeah so i mean just George Payton has failed. Obviously, 
so everybody will probably look to Vance Joseph and Sean Payton for this, but you're three weeks into the season. This roster is George Payton's roster. And George Payton's roster just got obliterated and embarrassed. embarrassed. Yeah. And all these guys are guys he drafted and he paid. I'm sorry. I like George Payton. He seems like a nice guy, but you're gonzo. You know, Sean Payton. But that's about it. Give Sean Payton full control. You've already traded draft capital for him. I think he's turned around the offense enough for me to feel like, okay, at least at least he knows what he's doing enough to get this offense cooking a little bit. And if you really look at the stats, the offense had no, a pretty good day. The problem is, is you had two fumbles by Cortland Sutton and then a tip ball at the line intercepted. So those three turnovers really killed a lot of their scoring opportunities. And they had two touchdowns overturned by one bullshit call and another just bad timing for, you know, Brandon Johnson getting set at the line. But both touchdowns were, were called back and they ended up coming away, I think, with uh, – was it three points? Because I didn't they go for, for go for it on fourth down on one of them. I, I can't remember. Either way, you know they they hose themselves with stupid penalties. Um, but when you compare the offense to this year to that last year, I mean, Sean Payton's done enough for me to feel like okay, just give him full control. Just let him build this roster. It's going to take more than a year. You know, it's probably going to take two or three years. Just let him blow this thing up and rebuild. Because that's really what really that's what we've needed to do since day one when Peyton Manning walked out that door. We needed to blow this freaking roster up and start over, and we just never did. We've always tried to just tried to win from now on. Well, get the hell out of here. All we're doing is losing from now on. I'm like, I'm sick of that mantra. Blow it up. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's one of those things that it, it's hard to come to the terms with the fact that you're arguably the worst NFL franchise in the league right now, but we are. Uh, and as we had mentioned on last game's podcast or whatnot, Sean Payton, outside the guys he drafted in this year's free agent class, doesn't have any ties to any of these players on this roster. Uh, he's going to get to see how those guys react to adversity, how they react in the locker room after today's game. And he's going to have a good feel for the guys that he can ride with uh, the rest of his time in Denver and those that he doesn't you know, feel that are going to be there. I'm all for them. You know, Cortland Sutton, feel bad for me. He had a bad day today. Those two turnovers, those two fumbles, not like him, just – Consider trading him. Jerry Judy, what is he going to do for you uh, moving forward? In fact, I mean, Marvin, we were just talking about Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims has looked better in three games into his Broncos career, his three first NFL games, than Jerry Judy ever has his entire time with the Broncos. That might be bold to say. I remember that Drew Locke uh, touchdown long, you know, like 80-yarder that he had. Uh, but uh, Mims looks like the real deal. So why not trade Judy? Uh, Garrett Bowles. Why not trade him? Justin Simmons is a free safety that's really good at helping this team win ball games down the road and in the next year. No, trade him. Trade these players to teams that you know have better prospects than the Broncos do at winning something this season and acquire as much draft capital as possible to attack the 2024 draft and beyond. I mean, when I joked, you know, in some of my articles, the Broncos, I mean, it wasn't even a joke. The Broncos legitimately have maybe five to seven guys worth keeping on this roster. Everybody else, get rid of. Just start it over because that team gave up today. They looked dejected on the field. And I don't know how they're going to overcome this. Like, I mean, how do you mentally get past the beatdown that you just took on national television today? Like, how do you get past that the rest of the year? And I don't know what the answer is. But I think uh, letting Vance Joseph go is probably a sound idea. And uh, just starting over, like, I mean, they, they've got to come up with an identity. And right now, it's just not a very good one. No, you tank. 
It's three weeks in. You just lost 70 to 50 to 20. You lost by 50 points. You tank. And I'm, I'm with you. The only player you can't trade is Russell Wilson because of the dead money. So you put Cortland Sutton, you put Jerry Judy, you put Pastor Tain, Justice Simmons, Garrett Bowles. You put everybody on the block, except for maybe the guys that, that Sean Payton drafted. Uh, just, just put them all on the block. You get as many people as you can to trade before the deadline. You get as much as many first-round picks as you can, and you go for Caleb Williams. You just go for the full reset. And you trade you trade or cut Russell Wilson You know, next year or the year after. Whenever I can't remember when the dead money drops below 50 freaking million, but it's soon. It's either next year or the year after. <laughs> if they if they got rid of Russell Wilson this year via trade or post June 1st cap cut, the Broncos are going to split roughly $80 million between the 2024 and 2025 seasons on the books for the next two years. But if they wait until 25 league year, it's going to drop down to like 30 million. So it's still not good. So you keep them next year. You know, you, you draft you, Caleb you Williams. You don't have to. You don't have to. Okay, I mean, well, I mean, they are so in the pants with the cap already being like $30 million over. They're going to have to get rid of all these guys just to even get even at that point in time. If you really want to rebuild a team, I mean, is Russell Wilson really a part of Sean Payton's future with the Broncos? No. I mean, you probably just take it in the pants. Now you bite the bullets bullet now, and, and you're going to have that QB on a rookie contract, assuming that they're bad enough and can actually tank well enough to, to get a Caleb Williams or a Drake and, May or any of those guys. That but... They can tank without trying. And, and well, to keep also just to keep in mind, you know, Caleb Williams isn't going to solve this problem. Oh, no. But, but he's exciting. He's dynamic. He's a generational player. Yeah, go freaking get him. And you continue building your rebuilding your roster. And I, frankly, at this point, three games in, I trust Sean Payton to do that. You know, he's done enough on offense to make me feel like if he gets the right players involved, they can succeed. The big issue, he's got to figure out somebody to come run this defense. And, you know, really bummed Vic Fangio didn't come come over. But uh, Vic Fangio's not. Yeah, he's, he runs a good defense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think Brett Ryan's going to have something to say? I bet he will. <laughs> I mean, maybe he'll come he'll come in late. You know, maybe there's some 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 sort of firing that happens and. That would oh, be crazy he, if they hired Rex, like if they fired Vance Joseph after allowing 70 points today. And then like in the middle of the week, obviously we had all seen the, the, the clip from Rex Ryan that went through the Twitter sphere, the social media or whatnot, kind of just being like, if I was coaching this team's defense, the, the results would be a lot different. I mean, maybe Sean Payton does give him a call. Maybe, maybe he wants to come in, but I mean, who can you envision actually wanting to come into a franchise this dysfunctional to a defense that just got gassed for 70 points on television? Like, I mean, a guy not working would. And I believe Rex Ryan's not working right now. (laughs) I'm sure he's got plenty of money to sit on the radio and have to worry about having an aneurysm from trying to fix this defense. I mean, I mean, this 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 is like the worst I've ever felt about this team. And and we've had some tough years since Super Bowl fifty. Fifty nine you know? to fourteen in at home against the Raiders was is up there. You know, that that's, was that's bad. probably the, that was the worst I probably ever felt. I mean, at least they were on the road. They've got they have, they're one and nine in Miami all time with the one win being that Tebow comeback in twenty eleven. So yeah, I mean, you know, but, I knew they were going to lose. I just didn't know they were going to lose by seven touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> even the, even the ninety eight Super Bowl team that I think went fourteen and two in the regular season, who was one of their losses that season? It was on the road in Miami. Even yep. the two thousand and five AFC Championship team uh, that eventually lost to the Steelers. What were they thirteen and three that year? Or something. Yep. One of their only losses the year at, on the road was in. I mean, 
it was in Miami. The, the, the Broncos, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the early games. I don't know if it's the heat and humidity. The heat. They are just like, it's an inferno for them, man. Like it's, it's, it's purgatory. They cannot seem to get out of there. Uh, well, with they're the not w. very good. They're not very good in the heat, and they're they're not they're not they good suck. at sea level. Uh, they're not they're not good in the cold, and they're not good in snow, and they're not good at altitude, and <laughs> they're just they're just not, not good. a good football team. It's just not yeah, good. Uh, so, Broncos are bad. Let's bad uh, let's put Broncos. a capper on this, guys. Let's put a capper. Uh, Tim. I have your season predictions from when the schedule oh, came out. God. I'm just, just going to leave that alone. Uh, but revised win-loss total, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say 4-13. and 13. I think that's pretty generous. Probably, uh, how- but they can't be this bad. I still believe they can't be this bad. They just lost by 50 points. I know. I just, they just lost I, by 50 they points. Can't it should have been more. Be... It should have been more. Okay. Okay, 3-14 and 14, then. Change okay. my mind. All right, Hart. What about you? You think that you think we got more or less than three wins? Two Can wins, I wait till after next week if we win or lose to the Bears? Because if we lose to the Bears, I mean, I don't even know if three wins is their ceiling. I mean, the, the Bears are bad, and I don't want to actively root for my team to lose. But I, I guess I would say, as of right now, at best, a five-win team, maybe three or four. I mean, when you just give, you just gave up 70 points. Like how can any of us confidently predict anything <laughs> moving I, I, forward? I, I say one or two wins is the ballpark we're playing. Like I, hey, I know that's Caleb. Will- hey, that's, that's Caleb Williams territory. So I'm off. I'm here for it. Yeah. And with Better our be- luck, one or two wins wouldn't be good enough for the first pick and someone that didn't win a game would, that would just be our luck. <laughs> that would hey, just be our the luck. Cardinals. The Cardinals are up 10, nothing as we record this. Over the Cowboys, so yeah, but they got like two first round picks, and so do the Bears. They've got like Carolina's pick, and they've got yeah, but yeah, but Denver's not going to trade away their number one overall pick for two. Yeah, they could yeah. they could have all the first round picks they want if we got the first one. What are you going to do? <laughs> if right, I guys, if, this has been something something Broncos post game edition. Uh, Christopher Hart, uh, Tim Lynch from Mile High Report. Uh, I am Just Place, and that was a fifty point loss. So stay tuned. I'm sure we'll have plenty of breaking news very soon about firing. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.